Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. We're back. And better than ever. Kevin is tan and rested, thank you. (laughs) Yes, I spent the week in Disney World, everybody. What was your favorite ride? Uh, a Soren. Soren, the ride was absolutely amazing. We got up Soren. extra early because Disney World has this thing that if you stay uh, on the parks, like resorts on the park, you get in what's called quote unquote magic hours. So you can, they have certain parks open either earlier or stay open later. So Epcot opened at eight o'clock and we were staying right next door to that resort, uh, right next door to that park. So yeah, I got up at seven fifteen in order to get in right as the doors opened and, uh, went on this ride soaring twice. Have you heard of it before? It's like, we, I, okay. So I've never been to Disney world, but in Disneyland we have soaring. Similar. Yes. It's soaring over California. Uh, oh, very specific. <laughs> you don't, you don't go. I, I, you only go through California. I don't know. Where do you go in Disney world? Oh, all over the world you go. It's stunning. It is. I, of course, everyone, you know me, I'm sort of a sap sort of, but, um, as soon as that you, and you were like lifted up, I don't know how to describe it. You're those of you who've ridden it before. It, it's a ride, but you're sitting in a chair, but you're lifted up off the ground in front of a big, huge screen that becomes sort of your world. And they, pump air that smells like you know you know flowers and jasmine when you're in india and it's just the experience is just stunning and and we went on it and i like cried as soon as we were flying over mountains and then we landed and i was like let's get right back on it again so we walked outside came right back on and went on it again because it was just that magical yeah and there was nobody there so but the whole the whole week was wonderful i mean it's disney world what's not to love i have to give a shout out to all of those disney performers rob you know, we do this for a living. The first thing we're going to notice is when someone's not really giving it their all and sort of like snoozing their way through it. No. Park. Yeah. <laughs> not even like 
every single person was giving it full out, whether it be the people dancing in the parade right in front of your faces, connecting with the crowd and my nieces and nephews the whole time, to to the Finding Nemo. I, they have this show, this live action Finding Nemo that Kristen and uh, Bobby Lopez wrote, you know, the people who wrote Frozen. Uh, this is years ago they wrote this. And the performances were incredible. I mean, really well acted, well sung. I, I was my I tip my hat to them. And then we saw this Frozen live show that has these onstage host and hostess that sort of walk you through the movie. And the, it's just so they show clips of the movie, but their banter and their comedy. Because they all let's face it, like my family were the only ones laughing at at every little side joke they made. But they we're still playing it like the whole audience was laughing. And I was very impressed. I was very impressed. Why aren't we working there? We could host something. I know. We could host like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. <laughs> no, we'd be those two guys in Muppets 3D, the two old guys that are like, oh. what is this going on? <laughs> yes, that's us. I, I sent you a picture, I think, of that. But it was it was a nice getaway. I thought it was just a selfie of us. I thought that's what you Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> I would love oh that. God. I wanted to use one of those Stadler and Waldorf jorks for when I saw uh, If Then, but I didn't feel like I could. At our Richard Rogers concert, we talked about If Then at our Richard Rogers concert. Yes, we did. And good transition, because that Richard Rogers concert was amazing, Rob. Oh, Kevin. It, it was a special one, wasn't it? Yeah. Folks, yeah listen, listeners, you've been listening to us talk about it, and now we finally had it, and it was just, it was special. It was a great evening. Well, also, shout out to our listeners, Joel and Jerry, who came in from Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Hi, guys. Show. It was you. so awesome. It was wonderful. I always say this, and please, 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 you know, if you listen to us, um, and you're going to see something that we're doing, or you're going to be in town, email us, Facebook us, Twitter us, tweet us, tweet us, not Twitter us. You can't Twitter us. You can tweet us. Sound old. Sounded old when you Sound, just said that. What, yeah, Twitter. Okay. You're on Twitter? Huh? I'm going to go tweet, Twitter something. Uh, Twitter. Uh, but do tell us, because we we love to meet you, and we love to know that somebody's out there and listening, and it's it's really it's special. It really made an evening, and they came to both shows. That was really awesome. They did. So thank thank you, Joel and Jerry, for coming and supporting us. But boy, this Richard Rogers concert was fun. Maybe we'll post some clips of it um, but kevin we, we had so many great numbers are there any highlights for you i had uh, a couple well i mean obviously ernestine jackson singing oh. if i were a bell she's coming uh, on the show right did you convince her Yes, we, Good. you guys, so many listeners who are avid fans, you know that she was in that, she played uh, uh, um, Sarah Brown in the in the All Black Guys and Dolls in 1976, I want to say, and then before yeah. that, she was in Raisin, she starred in Raisin, she does a slew of other credits, but this is, woman is a legendary icon of, of Broadway, and we rehearsed with her, and I said, oh, because we rehearsed, and she, she sl- I was in tears by the end of the song, again, shocking Mr. Sapp over here, but it, it was just to hear her sing it and feel like not a day has gone by, and it's been all these years later and she said well i don't know if i want to do the show because i just you know she was worried about remembering names and like you know looking good because she said i listened to some episodes and everybody's so smart and knows everything and i said well that's all the, that's all editing, editing. Ernestine. yeah everybody doesn't hear all the ums ums and like the forgetting of the names and how Can we, we look up stuff for a second while we it, oh, you, and listeners it happens all the time and i told her that and then she said her eyes lit up a little bit and i said ernestine we just want to celebrate you and so i felt that evening that she sang that song it really the whole audience just i want that people stood i mean it, it, they 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 celebrated her the way that she should be celebrated and to be a part of that and to play the piano for her and to hear to make music with her oh rob i mean that was that was that was the highlight of the evening she for me. sang if i were a bell and sounded just like the cast recording like 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 not a, a second it, had gone by 
No, and like in the same key. I mean, she's hitting. I feel you're a music person, high G sharps, but like kind of belted, like a Vita belted. Yes. I mean, it was just crazy. <laughs> she had the first of all at sound check. Um, it was all these kids who obviously, like you know, she wasn't in Wicked, so who is she? Not to make right. sound. No, you're right. Like you're a right. Jerk. But she had the remember that she was like the first person up at sound check. Oh and yeah, those kids' jaws were on the floor, and then like mobbed yeah. her afterwards. Yeah. Um, and just wanted to spend the whole rest of the night with her. Our former guests actually did a really great job. Ed Dixon told an amazing story oh. about No No Nanette. <laughs> He's like the greatest storyteller. I will go to see any one man show Ed ever Dixon's does again. Book again. Oh my goodness, you or guys! If you haven't, really again, buy it. Just buy the it's, book. Read it again. It really read is it uh, the stuff of legends and the things that he has been through in his life and lived to tell this the story. It, it's really special. It's and, a and he's had a journey. Well, and the way he made us in laughing our butts off at his story, and then he sings this T for Two met, uh, version that he wrote and he arranged, that was heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. Um, really, really stunning work. And also the great Ron Huseman, who um, – guys, so you go back and listen to our episode with Ron. Ron was in Tenderloin, Fiorello, All-American. He was like going to be like the big Golden Age star. Um, and then he developed MS and lost the ability to speak – and lost the ability to walk, and then through this revolutionary rehabilitative therapy, not only regained the power of movement, but also regained the power of speech. And that was on full display Sunday night because he told an anecdote about being in Tenderloin. The audience could not stop laughing. Oh, he He, turned it on. It was good. It was good. There were so many other people we could mention, but it was a really great night. And also, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin sang, (laughs) <laughs> and he was the music director for the concert, so the kids only knew him as the music director. They didn't know him that he had this glorious voice. And you have, listen, there are lots of emails and phone numbers coming your way. They are all <laughs> male, so tell Sutton not to worry. <laughs> but just it know was you special. could walk into Flaming Saddles right now <laughs> and get as many free drinks as you like, sir. It was really nice to sing again. Okay. It was I, I sang Old Devil Moon with Sarah Jean Ford, and that was in itself was a good. dream true. It sounded yeah. really good. Really well, good. thank his thank voice you, is like butter. <laughs> it really is, but I, he gets, making he gets, me blush. He's embarrassed. So I'm I'm going to stop. But his voice thank is you. really like butter. Um, you, let's. I've I've been seeing a lot of theater lately. Can I run through some shows that I've seen with Please you? Please do because I confess that I I have not. So I need to hear. I need to live vicariously. Okay. Through first first thing I saw and Kevin, this is wonderful. And please please excuse the word I'm going to use for it. The word is miracle. This is a play called Ooh. God Shows Up. Written by Peter Felicia. Oh. Peter Felicia has written a play that is an absolute marvelous, miraculous wonder. It is a play about religion that does not all feel like we have heard these questions being asked before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely hysterical. It is warm. It is wise. It is funny. And I hope that everybody gets a chance to see it. It's running off Broadway right now in a tiny little theater. Um, I had no idea. Yeah, it is so funny, but also very thought-provoking. I mean, I, you know, we don't really talk about religion on here. But whether you're an atheist or agnostic or a very, very devout follower of whatever religion you believe in, you should go see this show. And what the cool thing about what Peter did is that when I left and I was going down the elevator out onto the street, people were still talking about the play. Oh, wow. You know, um, one of the things I'm not a huge fan of, and I've seen a couple of plays this season that do that, and we'll talk about this 
at the end in our Tony Awards broadcast when we get real snarky. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of plays that pat you on the back for taking the right side of a political or social issue. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Being yeah. like, yes, I, I'm, a, I'm a good person for not right. wanting to, you know, I get that. And this play, I think, offers questions and take, makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable and offers a really good springboard for discussion. And hopefully in that discussion, people will actually be able to find like peace and understanding with one another. So the play oh. is called God Shows Up. It's by Peter Felicia, who we both know we've had on the show multiple times. This is still a very objective, objective review. Fantastic. I'm so glad he's with us knowing him. It's a really right. good play. I'm so glad he's writing so much. I Me mean, it too. seems like he's really make, writing a lot more of not just his articles online, but, you know, work that we can see on in performance. That's exciting. Go see God Shows Up. It is an actual theatrical miracle. I also saw Carmelina. Carmelina, or what I like to call Mamma Mia. Mia. It was. <laughs> It is so the, charming. The plot, the plot is the same as Mamma Mia, everybody, just to throw that, you know, that's why we say that. Because it, it, it literally is about a girl trying to figure out who her dad is on an island. Like, it's Mamma Mia. It's legit Mamma Mia. Just without the Bertrand le- Lerner sco- score. I love the score, actually, of Carmelina. Well, I have to tell you, this version at the York was really good and very charming. And I kind of hope they'll bring it back. I saw Call Me Madam. Oh, I hear singing and there's no one And I'm tired. Now no, we're tired. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to do the. Okay. Oh, oh, no, that's you? okay. I, I, oh, you're I, trying to be. I don't remember the words, but I would rather be Russell Knight because, you know, I love Russell Knight and he's been always he's always my favorite tenor. Always. I know. I know. Have you ever played that role in Call Me Madam? Like, it's, wait, it's, no, like every no theater's good. doing Call Me Madam. <laughs> the Muni presents Call Me Madam. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you had a good time. I, I love Carmen Cusack. I don't necessarily associate her with the role of Ethel Merman, but it's, uh, she's no, special. It was, di- it was different. I mean, I don't know if it's public knowledge, but there was somebody else lined up that for that. And that person had to leave. And so they got Carmen in to do it. Well, bless her for jumping in. And that's, that's allegedly, that's allegedly folks, okay. but I'm giving sure. you a wink on allegedly. Um, she made it her own. It was a really interesting take on the character. And really, she was she was just very like down home midwestern girl. It was kind of right. fun. It was kind of fun. Cool. And Randy Rainbow was in it. Oh wow! Twitter sensation Randy Rainbow was in it. <laughs> Great. Um, I saw my very own British Invasion out of Paper Mill. Oh, that's the jukebox musical, right? It but, is uh, a jukebox musical about Herman's Hermits. Well, uh, come yeah. again? Do you know the song Henry the Eighth? I'm Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. Yes. That guy has a musical. Um, and then we did, we saw the day before spring last night. Yeah, Rob and I had a hot date last night. It was uh, Lerner and Lowe's first musical, first 19, 1945. I knew nothing about it. I, I had done a little research on it from years ago when I was curious about them and trying to listen to all the stuff that they had written before, you know, My Fair Lady in 1956. But it, it you could tell it was their first outing. Also, we have to remind ourselves that mm. it's 1945. Like, Oklahoma had just come out. The idea of integrating, you know, dance, singing, acting, all everything furthers the plot was still being flexed. Was still They were still figuring that all out. And and this was – York did a fantastic job of, of inter, you know – making the score sing and uh, they had archived it and really put it all together, rewrote some of the book. They moved it ahead 10 years so they didn't have to deal with the lack of talk of the war because it yeah. takes place in the 40s originally and they didn't even discuss the war. That's a big issue going on then. So they moved to the 50s. It was, it's a sweet, it's a sweet show. I don't think it's going to get done by 
probably like every theater in the country, but it was really nice to see, um, a, you know, a piece of history and, and to, and, and the, I mean, it's still a music by low. So, I mean, it's still oh, has yes. beautiful yeah. melodies and gorgeous sound. Is there any recording of it? I don't even know if there's a nope. recording of it. No, there've been some individual songs that have been recorded from it, you know, on different various albums and lost in, you know, whatever albums. Um, but no, no, no full recording. And that's the big sad thing is that the orchestrations were done by this sort of Mahler, uh, aficionado. So I can imagine that the sound was very operatic. I, I would imagine in the day that it, cause that's when you had house orchestras in the theater and wow. you had a full sound. And so I'm sure it was a lush, lush, lush score. What we had last night was piano, uh, bass and drums, which is sounded amazing. They were incredible, but and I, I, as great as those musicians sounded, I thought the cacophony of sounds coming from the audience was even more melodic and interesting at times. I, it's Folks. always an experience when you go to the York and Folks. it's a, there's a demographic and there's a lot of rustling and there's a lot of like the lady behind us came in 10 minutes late. And I think it probably took her 25 minutes to get her jacket off. And I thought Stritch was there for a minute doing her insulin shots. I really did. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just this nice, sweet old lady that just... It was the loudest? It was thing. insane. Bob and I were giggling, you guys. We were giggling in the audience. She w- I was like, by the time this jacket comes off, they're going to be bowing. Like, keep <laughs> keep your jacket I almost, on. I almost stood up and turned around and said, do you need some help with that? Do you want yeah. me to help you take that off? So you know, polite. but polite. But Jim so Morgan is standing right behind her, and I thought, oh, I, you know, probably shouldn't make make a I scene. I wonder if Jim is like immune to it now at this point because he's, he's I been there. Like he doesn't know. Like when people are like coughing and like dying in the aisles, like he's just like you know that one, that one, that one sneeze. Oh my god! <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. There was this like very quiet moment in the show. <laughs> And this guy sneezed. I've never heard a sneeze like this before. But it kind of sounded like he was saying the word sneeze. Like, it was like chew. Yeah. Like, chew. <laughs> like, <laughs> and what I loved is, is like the, the actors didn't even blink. Because I'm like, they must be used to this by now. But you know what? God bless them. They're keeping theater alive, those folks. And I hope that I'm, when I'm that age, I see, I'm still seeing everything. Amen to that. So amen to that. Achoo! It felt like a cartoon, like a little bubble coming up over his head. Oh, um, oh well. Okay, so that's it. That was, my, And I also saw True West, by the way. Oh, okay. I've never seen True West before. Oh, my. I haven't either, actually. I've read Very it, but visceral. I've never seen it. Very yeah. visceral. Yeah. But, but a really fabulous production. Okay. Ethan Hawke's a good actor. I know that he, sounds like so obvious. No. No, but he really is. He really is a dedicated uh, like craftsman. I, he, yeah. I think he, I, from what I've read and seen, he really cares about the craft of it, and I, I, I respect that deeply. And I Paul Dano to too. My God, he's good. God, he's good. Oh wow! Yeah, great. it was. It was just. Oh, nice. I'm so glad you saw so much theater, Rob. That's great. Good acting for a change. <laughs> oh, that was, who was that guy last night that you loved? He literally oh, told me Thurston Howell the third. He, he was stole a, the show for me. He, who he did look. Who is this re- it's a musical about where the reunion takes place at like a you know an unnamed Ivy League school that sounds like Yale and Harvard put together. But he like chose to have his jaw protruding the whole time, and <laughs> it was genius. I, I want to find out who this guy was and m- mention him next week. But he was yeah. hysterical. Yeah. Oh, the day before spring. <laughs> so All right, I have to go Sorry. in fifteen minutes, so we should probably oh, do our favorite shit. things. Yeah, no, it's right, okay. Katie. What do you got? Work, 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 work. All right. Uh, actually, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I have a, 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 something that's not, it's, it, it's going to be known in a, in, a, in a year or two when it comes to Broadway, uh, but it's a cast recording that just came out of a London production. And you could call it a revival, but when you listen to this cast recording, it feels like a completely new show. Mm. Tell me. I don't know what it is. It's company. Uh, the, the company in London. Oh, I, I, I've listened I, to this. I listened to it thinking, all right, like, I do I really need to listen to another company recording? You know, a little bit. Yes, you uh, do. I guess you do. Yes, you most certainly do. You don't need to listen to the Raul Esparza one anymore. You can just listen to this one. It was so incredible. That was a little shade. Uh, it, it is so. Altino shade. It's, it is so. I'm fascinated by it because it, it is definitely not. It's, there's no 1970s in this at all. It is today. It is not orchestrated. The orchestrations are completely changed. Um, they've updated the lyrics. They've updated to make it sound like it, it, they talk about being on her cell phone or being on her phone and yes. stuff like that. Um, but they, it's all, they changed all the gender roles. So what used to be, you know, Bobby with Y is now I think Bobby with an I. It's Bobby, she's a female. And it like the I'm not getting married today is a gay couple uh, singing about that, their relationship. And they've just completely swapped all of the gender roles that make this piece come to life in a completely new way. And for me, I did not see it, but listening to it, it feels fresh. It feels like this show was written for this production. And if you're a Sondheim, you know, dedicated, hardcore, you know, originalist, you're probably not going to get into this because you're going to want to hear the roles written the way that they were. But if you can go in with an open mind, you will hear things. I heard things in these songs, Rob, that I have never heard before, even like Barcelona. I never really realized that it was about him or her just kind of getting the guy to stay for like one more quickie. And then he's like, all right, I'll stay. And she's like, what? What? No, 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 no. I don't. And and it, for some reason, it's more powerful hearing a woman talk about sex and 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 hearing like, for instance, have I got a girl for you? Have I got a girl for you? Wait, team. Well, have I got a guy for you? Is all the women singing it? And it and it makes it brings a whole new empowerment to what they're talking about. And yes, in 1970, when this was written, you know, women's liberation was just happening and yeah very little and you know you still were thinking of men as in like the madmen world misogynistic and all of that so to have it completely turn on a dime i just found it more vulnerable and stronger at the same time um i really loved her as this role i love that when she sings up higher it's not just her belting the whole time. This is Rosalie Craig, who's the lead. She's kind of oh, like, so good. I hate to say she's like the Sutton Foster of London, but she's the Rosalie Craig of London. But um, but she's incredible. But when she goes up into her higher register and she flips into her head voice for certain moments, it is deliberate. It's because the lyric calls for it. Um, and so I found it a very effective recording. And I, I hear tell that they might 
come to New York. I hope they do. I mean, I would, Patty Lapone is in it, and she gives a very Patty Lapone version of Ladies Who Lunch, which I, I like. Um, but it's the rest of the recording that I really, really, really loved, and hearing all of these songs sung in a new way. So if you get a chance, go check out this company recording from the uh, London. Um, it really is, is something new uh, based, you know, that you really can make something new out of it. I think a lot of people rolled their eyes a little bit when they're like, oh, really? They're going to they're gonna change the gender? But if it really worked for me, and they really thought it out, and it really it fits. So I had a good time. So listen to it. It's really a marvelous recording. But I will say, if you're an aficionado, be careful, because you'll start to sing along, and then a new lyric pops up, oh. and you're like, oh, yes, yes. what do I do you now? Have, yeah, you're like, I, everything, I smell burnt toast. Yeah. I sp- <laughs> Um, mine this year is the, uh, this year, like this is the last one we're doing. <laughs> it's been mine a while. 2019 is, this is a book that I'm absolutely obsessed with. I was obsessed with it growing up and I took it off the shelf again. Um, and I think everybody should have it on their shelf. The book is called, maybe, I don't know if you have this. Do you have a book called Showtime? I'm holding it up no. for Kevin. No, okay. So this book is called Showtime by a guy named Gene Brown. And what Showtime is, it's a chronology of Broadway and the theater from its beginnings to the present. Uh, and from the present for this for this sake, it's really like 1997. Uh, right. But it starts in like 1846. And what he does is he takes every Broadway year and breaks it up into four little fun timeline categories for you. A yearly overview that tells you like all the events happen on stage personalities like what's happening with like actors and actresses plays and musicals like the big shows that open and business and society and births and deaths and marriages kevin i want you to give me a year really quickly so i can explain a little bit more about this just give me any year 1945 since we were talking for the day before spring okay i'm going to 1945 here we go um, he tells us in 1945, first of all, he gives you some fun facts. I'm going to give you a couple really quickly. Are you ready, Kevin? I'm ready, Rob. Great. How many miles were covered by Gertrude Lawrence's USO tour? How many miles covered by Gertrude Lawrence's USO tour? He's going to give you a little fun fact there. I don't know. A uh, 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 thousand. 25,000. Oh, my gosh. Hey, how much was Ethel Merman's compensation for Annie Get Your Gun? Remember, she's like, the... Like a week or yeah, how much uh, was she getting a week for Annie? Get your gun. Oh boy, back then, nineteen forty-five, uh, 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 fifteen hundred dollars, three thousand dollars a week plus ten percent of the gross. Wow. He also tells you how many productions were on Broadway in the nineteen forty-five or nineteen forty-six season. Seventy-six. <laughs> what won the Pulitzer Prize for drama that year? State of the Union. And the best musical from the New York Drama Critics Guild was Carousel. Yes, and carousel. then when you open it up, I'm going to show it to you, Kevin. He's got like it's on four different. Oh wow, timelines. you guys! This, and we'll take a this photo. Is really, this is very well. The layout right? is really it, it pleases my type A personality with this kind of. So very quick, reference. I'm going to read the, just a couple of things really quickly, just so you understand. So under personalities, he tells you stuff about like actors and actresses, um, and he says um, in October there's turmoil over the musical Spring in Brazil, the Schubert production that appears to need doctoring after a rough Boston tryout. At one point, Lee Schubert angrily shakes his finger in the face of star Milton Berle, who warns him to back off. Ooh. Also in Octo- on October 16th of that year, a revival of Victor Herbert's 1906 The Red Mill opened. <laughs> in business in society on july 1st philip Loeb, under attack for his radical political views is nevertheless re-elected to actors equity council as is other revolutionaries at the time it also tells you who was born oh my god how funny is this ready for this august what? 21st patty mccormick oh who we just had 
in the concert. That's so wild. Unfortunately, on August 25th, producer Oliver Morosco was killed when hit by a trolley on Hollywood Boulevard. He died broke. So anyway, he does this, though, for every single year up until the, the late the research 90s. i mean the research this guy did what's who's the author uh his name is gene brown wow. and um he's the author of another book called movie time which i don't know but i think i'm gonna buy it that's um, your name written all over it, rob so anyway it's just a really cool reference book that gives you like all this fun trivia that you really can't get anywhere else because he what he did was to compile everything he like scoured every theater magazine and every yeah. like, old back issue of variety so this book i know it's really cheap on amazon go buy it it's called showtime a chronology showtime. of broadway in the theater from its beginnings to the present tommy toon and twiggy are on the cover um, and it's written by Gene, G-E-N-E, Brown, B-R-O-W-N. That right. concludes our wonderful podcast. We're I'm so going happy on, to be back. I'm going on eBay before everybody else goes on there to get Great. one. <laughs> Next week, we'll do another favorite thing. And then after that, we'll jump back in with the set still wet. And then we'll be alternating back and forth. So one week will be. And I hope you enjoyed Becky stories and i also hope you enjoyed uh robbie rizel stories because they're incredible and you're going to hear more from wonderful broadway performers talking about their community theater experiences as this year progresses oh that was great thank you i need a cigarette now all right all right go have fun you gonna go to a coaching or something yep gonna go do a coaching actually oh have fun hey happy valentine's day Happy Valentine's Day to you and to you listeners happy valentine's day each day is valentine's day (laughs) Thank you. Thank Alfred you. Drake was in the original Babes in Arms, so I can sing it like that. Thank oh, you so I, much. I, I, I love it when you sing like that. Thank you. Okay, go have fun. Have a good coaching. Bye, everybody. everybody. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.